I'm a firm believer that God plants seeds of passion in each of us. So when we discover them, it not only makes our life a delight, but it's the very thing He wants us to use to bless others. When we decide what matters to us, and I mean what really matters to us, we can make a few key changes and live a more meaningful life, the one we're dying to live. Hi, I'm Toni Matson, and I'm on a mission to encourage and empower women to live the life God created them for. If you're ready to rediscover your passion, redefine what's important, and recapture the time to live it, well, my friend, you're in the right place. Live the Life podcast is my roll-up-your-sleeves workshop-style show that'll help crack the code of your passion, power, peace, and purpose. I'm a Midwest gal, speaker, author, podcaster, and encourager, and I love all things God, family, and hope. So no matter your season in life, what you do, what you hope to do, or whether we're talking about the tough stuff or the triumphs, I'll be your biggest cheerleader, your loudest fan, and yep, you guessed it, I'll help you live the life God created you for. I'm so grateful you're on this ride with me. So here we go. This is the Live the Life Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to TM Live the Life Podcast. I am so grateful that you're on this ride with me. We're going to jump right in where we left off in episode two, which was entitled Passions, What and Where. And we're going to take a crack at answering the question, what do we think God wants us to do with our passion? Personally, I really believe that the answer lives in six little bitty words. Here they are. Hang on. He wants us to use them. (laughs) Simple, right? He wants us to use our passion. He wants us to discover them and develop them and make space in our life for them and then use them, be his hands and his feet and his voice and his virtue. So in episode two, I took you on a little trip, a little visualization, right? To kind of help flush out your, you know, your passion and to sort of put them in a, in a theme, if you will. Okay. You made a list that you were excited about, that you were motivated by, or that things that just absolutely infuriated you or broke your heart, but something that motivated you and, you know, something that you really had to pursue, you have to pursue in your life or you would consider it incomplete. So you did categorize them and you were looking for a theme, remember, and ultimately, hopefully we zeroed it down to one single word. And that word is your passion, ever that word is. But if that process went like clockwork for you, hallelujah. But if it didn't, um, and I suspect that there might be maybe, you know, more than just a handful of you listening that it wasn't quite as streamlined as that. You know, you might still be wondering a little bit about, gosh, what's my passion? And that's not only okay, that's common. This isn't supposed to feel like some, I don't know, that we're back in fifth grade and, and we don't know the answers to this big test. It's not like that. I don't want it to be like that. You know, remember, I wasn't a good desk taker. Um, I have this dyslexia thing, and it really messes with your confidence and your comprehension, for sure. You know, I wasn't a good test taker. Remember my dyslexia? Yeah, that really messes with your confidence and your comprehension, let me tell you. So the process that helped me was to understand, first and foremost, that God is the divine planter. He plants knacks, not snacks knacks and skills and interests in our spirit and our heart. 
And it's up to us to discover them and to do something with them, right? So grab your proverbial knack sack and let's shake it out. Let's see what's inside, okay? Honestly, I believe this, that whatever's in there, that's what God created you to use. And that's what he created you for. Okay, let's look. What are you good at? I mean, like really good at, not just, eh, I like doing it or I'm pretty good at this. I mean, what do you excel at? What have people told you come so easy for you? You know, give this project to Sandy because she can organize better than anyone, that kind of thing. What do you love doing more than anything? If you could wave your wand, <laughs> anyone who knows me knows that I'm a big wand waver, uh, but if you could spend your day doing anything, what would it be? Who would you do it with? Where would you do it? And really, most importantly, why? Why? What's your why? I knew I wanted to do something with horses. And when I was a kiddo, my why was because they were so beautiful and affectionate and they're so big and they're so gentle, even though they're so big. But as I grew older, my why evolved just like I did, of course. Um, but it became crystal clear, really. I wanted to help veterans struggling with PTSD because of what my dad went through. And that's been my why ever since. But what about you? Do you love numbers or animals or, I don't know, fishing, bicycling? Do you love photography like me? Oh my gosh, I love photography and I'm always looking for that frame-worthy photo. Maybe you love fitness or you're inspired by cooking or writing. Or maybe you love encouraging people like me. That's one of my huge passions. Or does, does human trafficking break your heart? Or, or is there something that just makes you so angry and you know you have to do something about it. What is it for you? And you know, the cool thing is there isn't any answer that you can come up with that God can't or won't use to bless others through you. That's the key. Do you get that? It's through you. I am a firm believer that God plants seeds of passion in each of us. So when we discover them, like we're doing right now, it not only makes living our life this delightful adventure, but it's the very thing he wants us to use to bless others. Our passion is the very thing he wants us to use to live a life of purpose and to bless others. And honestly, that's the very embodiment of the name of my podcast and my business. Live the life God created you for so that you can help others do the same. So let's circle back. When you answer those questions and you get closer to pinpointing your passion, yeah, I don't know, you might need a little bit of faith to dive in after them, okay? And if you do, you can go to one of my favorite scriptures, Matthew 9, 29. Um, man, this scripture has pulled me out of the fire many a time and, and quite literally. Uh, it reads, according to your faith, it shall be done unto you. According to your faith it shall be done unto you. To simplify it even further, it's your faith that determines your outcomes in life. It has everything to do with it, who and what you believe and what you stay open to. I'm a big proponent of the schooling. Be careful who you listen to. And that goes for you listening to me as well. You know, I don't have some big ego and think that my ideas and beliefs are the only valid ones out there. 
okay? Or worth paying attention to. Oh my gosh, no, that is not me. That's not what I'm saying. But I do base what I share with you on what's served me over my life and how it's led me to where I am right now and how it's guided the development of Trinity, um, our mission and our passion and, and all of that. That I do believe in, that I share, okay? And my gosh, I have seen how God has honored that and still does to this day. And I have no doubt that he will until I join him in heaven. You know, God took me from this little bitty five-year-old girl with this insatiable love of horses. And by the way, I might say before I ever touched one, I was in love with the animal to dreaming of one day owning a big horse ranch with my older sister, Jan. And then God took that vision, added my husband, Bill, and our son, Zena Taylor, and now our seven grandchildren, and gave us a place to live and love and grow and serve. I'm so blessed. God created me to live my passion, my purpose, among my family, surrounded by our amazing horses in a beautiful country environment, with a mission to help change lives, like pay it forward and help people who struggle. And while Trinity's mission is still living on and growing, I get to live the remarkable evolution of my life and to help ladies discover their passion and live their purpose. I love encouraging and empowering women. Once you've defined what your passion is, I'd encourage you to look around and see who else is doing what you're considering doing. Don't look at them as competition, okay? That's not what I'm saying, but rather as an ally. Someone to collaborate with, maybe someone that you'll be able to work together with, or somebody who you at least can learn some very precious lessons from because they've already done the deal. They've, they're on their journey far ahead of you. And I think that's really valuable. And that's exactly what I did when we first started our equine therapy program. Man, I traveled all over the country. I even went out as far as Pennsylvania to learn from some of the best and bring home every nugget I could to boost our chances of success. Now the tables are turned, and because we've done our work for nearly two decades, I have new equine centers asking to come and visit with my team and I, and and if we'd be willing to share the ins and outs with them. And the answer is always yes, yes, because that's what people did for us. That's what God expects from us. That's when you're, you're living your passion and paying the passion forward. I think that's amazing. So let's summarize. We talked about what God wants us to do with the passions he's given us, right? Six words. He wants us to use them with a big exclamation point. You zero in on your passions by asking questions to help flush them out. We went through those. And when you do and you're ready to pursue them, look around. Who can you partner with or who can you get mentoring from? And then... You go through your life using them. And once you have that experience, the years behind you, you become the mentor. You pass it on. You pay it forward. Knowing what our passions are and making space in our life to live them, I think, is the highest form of gratitude to the giver of those passions, right? The giver. That's God. In an upcoming episode... I'm super excited. I'm going to walk you through one of my signature activities. It's a surefire way. I mean, an absolute way for you to create the time to live the life God created you for. 
Okay, so if this was helpful to you, or if you have some questions, please email me at Tony at TonyMatson.com. You know me, I'd love to hear from you. Also, every last episode of the month will be the Q&A day. That's where I'll answer your questions and all you have to do is just email them to me. I'm super excited about that because I've already received some really great questions that I'm dying to answer. So thanks. I mean, really, thank you for being on this ride with me. And as always, if you know somebody who'll benefit from hearing this episode, please send them the link and encourage them to become a TM Insider and get all the bennies. Well, my precious gal pals, until next time, be blessed. And hey, let's live like somebody left the gate open. Wow, that went by fast, didn't it? Cracking the code and discovering the shifts we can make to live the life God created us for is what our time is all about, and then some. So if this topic resonated with you, I want to know. And if you know someone who needs to hear this, please encourage them to tune in. Go to TonyMatson.com and become a TM Insider so that they can get all the goodies too. After all, that's what friends do, right? Speaking of friends, I'd love to hear from you. Email me at Tony at TonyMatson.com. Thanks for being on this ride with me. God bless and see you next time. And of course, hey gals, let's live like somebody left the gate open.